my first guest. Uh, I know him since a while now. Uh, he started playing the drum at seven years old. Uh, he studied with Don Familaru, Jim Chapin, Jim Blakely, uh, and many more drummers. Um, he has uh, actually he subbed me. He was my substitute for two cities, uh, Phoenix and Arizona in Mexico during the tour of Odysseo by Cavalia. He took over my place for a few weeks because I couldn't make it for a different reason, but I was touring with other shows. But yes, he, he did a very good job on that. Uh, he has his own band, Modus Factors. Um, yeah, they released a few uh, few songs that have albums, so you can check it out online. He's a drum clinician, he's a drum teacher. I teach a lot online uh, and in person, so uh, if you if you want, you can uh, contact him for, for lessons. Um, actually, he has his own channel, Altr Life Through Rhythms. We'll talk about that today. And he's, uh, he's endorsed the, the brand Sonor, Remo, Vickford, and Sabian. So let's go with my friend. Hello, Chris Lesso. How are you doing? Good to see you, Eric. I'm fantastic. How are you, man? Very good. Happy to see you there. So you just finished a lesson, right? I just finished. I'm busier than ever online. And, uh, you know, we're doing like group sessions and LTR live casts where we have like guests around the world. And, you know, within every crisis is an opportunity. And the, the really cool opportunity right now is that you know we're finding ways to connect despite the distancing so we don't want to isolate it's physical distancing but not social distancing so right now we're connected and we need to come together and connect more than ever before and that's one of the opportunities you know if the pandemic wasn't happening i don't know if we'd be connected right now and i've got uh you know some amazing guests coming on my live cast too. I know you do as well. And we're really coming together in ways that maybe we wouldn't be if this wasn't happening. So it's pretty it's good into the power of community. But you have been really active anyway, uh, online for a while. You're not like using, maybe this is a good time for doing that. But before that, you're already active with like teaching or like podcasting stuff. So, uh, well, actually we could start about that. Talk about your channel a little bit. It's very cool. Like check it out a few times, like since uh, over the years. And can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely, Eric. Like LTR stands for life through rhythm. Uh -huh. So it's you, our best selves through drumming, right? Uh -huh. So we play who we are. So every time you or me or whoever plays at the drum set, who we are as people comes through every note. Uh -huh. I've always been fascinated that as I increase my focus and discipline, my drumming increases for sure As my life becomes more simplified and direct it carries over on the drum set mm -hmm. you know even to being able to focus on a groove without playing like too many fills that's really mm -hmm. a focus thing and it's 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 a mind thing and it's a it's a spirit thing and as i believe in myself like i was talking about this today with some people you know, when you believe in yourself and you believe what you have to say has value, you can be yourself on the instrument and have your self-expression come through instead of trying to kind of hide behind someone else's persona that you're never going to, you're never going to achieve anyway. You yeah, can't. Your own signature. You will have your, your own, own signature. signature. Exactly. So we can be like, in, you know, inspired by the John Bonhams and, and the different players. And I've been inspired by your playing greatly. By you too. What you're doing and how you're inspiring drummers and what you do. So 
you know, it's like our fingerprints kind of come through uh-huh. the instrument. So these things, as we live as people, then when we get the, behind the kit, we have our story to tell. And I've uh-huh. always been fascinated in that connection. You know, the paradiddles are great. The technique is great. There's a million books about that. But I'm really fascinated with that, those other aspects that really bring out who we are on the drum set. And just exploring all these exciting ways that are just fun, you know, outlets like the podcasting and YouTube channel, what you're doing right now. Like we're, we're you know, we're Facebook Live. We're connecting uh-huh. with drummers around, around the world, Japan, Australia. It's like no borders, man. I think you're in Mexico City right now, right? Yep, exactly. Mind blowing, and part of it too, Eric, is like, and I know you feel this as you do drum fill cafe, and as I do my LTR stuff. Oh, it's pretty we, good. We're we are students. Oh, for sure, right? <clears throat> I have Randy Cook coming on Monday. He's one of my favorite drummers, man. So I get to spend time with him. <laughs> Dom was just on a couple of days ago. We got Rich Redmond coming on in a few days. Like, oh. I'm learning just as much as anybody else. So these outlets are just different ways to be the eternal student yeah you said something very good too you said about focus the more a lot of musician doesn't uh put more, a lot of attention on that but uh, i totally agree with you um you can play one show per week but when you do a lot of shows or it's not about just shows it can be teaching about but if you lose the focus um it's it's harder to get that that uh, that feel or be connected with the uh, the other musician or with the student you will work with. Um, I, I I talk about that because I, I have to live at, like that, and you 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 try my work too, like to do like six to eight shows per week, and to the, to give the same qualities of show. But this is super hard, and it's hard to keep the focus with your signature, but with the signature of the artistic director too, or the music composer. So you need to find that, that line where you put yourself in. You know what I mean? So it's because if, like you said, if you want to be another guy playing that gig, maybe it won't, it won't sound great. But if you are yourself doing the best as you can and you're focused, it will, be, it will fit the gig anyway. You know what I mean? Exactly. It elevates it. And as drummers, Eric, and I, and I know you feel this, it's like we're servant leaders. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We lead in much in the way our heartbeat works, which is the ultimate drum and the ultimate rhythm. Exactly. Like we're, yeah, we're the heartbeat behind it, but we're serving the greater good of the song, the musical director, yeah. the, the elevation of the other soloists, you know, yeah. and really the, the, the real challenge that, that I find as I, you know, go through life more and more is like playing the long game, long, <laughs> yeah. right? Like long-term excellence. And one thing I'm, I'm impressed about you and I really felt this by actually, you know, stepping into your shoes and, and doing the oh, show. You did well. You did a very good job. Thank you. It took, it, it was a massive challenge and it gave me a new respect for what you do is like you did, I, I think uh, thousands of shows. How many, Shows technically just oh, rough. Oh, I I, I passed five thousand shows. I was so, gonna say five thousand. I'm like, is that yeah. really right? Like, that's yeah, yeah. I, I, I jumped five thousand. I don't I don't count now. But with different companies, with with uh, the I think I did around two thousand ish, and with uh, Kavaya one, I did around uh, eight nine hundred. I don't. But the other companies, Cirque, you no, know, I don't count them. So I I passed the five thousand now. Exactly. I'm looking around behind you. I don't see any crutches. I don't see a neck brace. Nope. You're very. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Touching wood. 
Yeah, exactly. Like you're actually using drum and that, that says something about your technique. And I think, you know, Dom and Jim Chapin and those guys, it's like, if you're really loose and going for oh, yeah. yeah, you're, you're able to play at a high level for literally hundreds and thousands of shows and keep that long-term excellence. And you mentioned focus. Mm-hmm. The challenge is really keeping it, you know, that long game, which is really my goal, the long game. And then like, even if you have a, you know, a so-called bad day, you're uh-huh. still hitting a high standard. And that's, oh, yeah, what, sure. in, you know, Cirque du Soleil and shows like that, that's, or, you know, any really decent good band, you're going to oh, have to come up with a high, yeah, high standard and focus really is a muscle. Yep. And that's kind of one of the first, you know, essential ingredients. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what I really try to work on daily in myself and, and share with my students. <clears throat> I remember you have a very, like a loose technique. I mean, not loose in the bad way, loose, like when you, your motion are very, like you don't force. And this is, is actually good. I was checking, you start at seven years old. I remember you told me that, but when you started, um, I know you studied with different teachers, but have you passed by uh, people to, to show you how to set up or, and to be loose? Or you, yeah, when you start, you did all the mistakes as everybody do. You copy a setup from someone you saw on TV and it was yours and until you changed. How, how you managed from seven years old until you grew up as a college guy, university? Yeah, Eric, and I'm sure maybe you can relate to this. Uh, one thing that makes you a good teacher sometimes uh-huh. is when you've done the wrong thing <laughs> and you you can tell somebody like, yes, yeah, squeezing the sticks, not a good idea because I did it. And I remember playing <laughs> a show, you know, and, and uh, song two in, in, you know, hour and a half show, my blister breaks on my hand. I have this like blister <laughs> right there. Yeah. And I'm playing it. And song two, I remember my parents were there and it was just a big gig for me at the time. I think it was 18. And yeah, blister breaks, man. I'm playing. I'm like, oh. And it's song two. You get there's no going anywhere. Right? Wow. So <laughs> just, yeah, show has just begun. You're like uh brutal, man. And and, and just you know, mistakes like that, mistakes like uh, setting up or, or moving my body to the drums mm-hmm. instead of letting the drums be an extension of my body. I understand. You know, which is, yeah, which is the drum. You should be able to close your eyes and it's like everything is just effortlessly there. And well, It's yeah. good. To do that. Actually, there's I, one guy asked a question. He's like, speaking of looseness and muscle, what do you suggest as exercises to do in the gym to improve legs, foot, and wrist stamina? If you have any um, suggestion or or you, what do you do? Good as an example. Question. I heard this asked to some of my teachers and mentors, and it was put to me like, if you can imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger behind the drums <laughs> yeah. and I'm a wiry skinny guy. Right. And, and I'm not Arnold. If you could, if you could think of just imagine behind the drums. Yeah. And, and sometimes stuff you do in the gym would kind of get in the way of the drum set mm-hmm. in terms of drum set is not a, uh, like a, like a building muscle and, 
and and a lot of the types of muscles would would actually might get in the way. You know, if you uh-huh. weights all the time and then you get behind the set, that might kind of tighten up your muscles and and actually add bulk to your muscles. So some of the exercises in a gym, I'd say things like yoga, you know, running, breath work. Those are those are more you know getting out into a forest and walking. I think those are a little mm. more maybe conducive to drumming than than a gym with weights and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think that's a good question. because yeah, I have my I have my friend Mark just add how do you keep loose before going on stage? So after the gym, let's go. You're going on stage. How you prepare yourself for that? You know, like we always did that. A show always good. I was in a punk band. And I mean, like super fast, and your foot stopped working because the muscle is not enough, like warmed up. So what do you do? Yeah, good question. Before I go on, I love the the pumping motion exercise, which is just getting the sticks. You're doing what's called a low molar. Yep. Which is just a whipping motion of the stick, but done with the wrist. Let's see what. Right. Uh And... If I catch that, yep. I'm getting some free taps. So I can go four, threes, twos. So I'm just doing that kind of whipping motion there, which I love to use this as a warm up because it's loose. I'm kind of getting the blood to the muscles. I'm I'm training my muscles to be to go with the momentum of the stick, right? That's and cool. use yeah, and use power versus force. So I'm not oh, yeah, yeah. forcing it, but kind of getting my muscles used to that motion. Yeah. That kind of carries into over into like how would you move from a snare to a cymbal? You can see uh-huh. that same, right? That same kind of motion there. If you're playing a paradiddle, you're gonna see the same the same movement can be a good tool to help you. Yeah. I mean, it's your, I've seen you play Eric. It's like you use this in every, yeah. And every note yeah. you play. We so. have, uh, we have ideas in common. You and me, I remember like, for example, yeah. circle motion, my kind of mentality, yeah. everything is closed. You don't need, actually it's funny. I say that because I try, you always make mistakes. You say, and you learn from those mistakes. I did a drum uh, clinic like a few, um, a month ago and I have before they, they, uh, the, they shut down everything. And I decided to put my symbols higher. Mm. Not in the, not in my normal motion. You know what I mean? Just for try, worst thing ever. Because I was not, I was making a wall in my circle, natural motion of mm-hmm. my body. You know, I didn't listen my body. I listened. I said I would do that, but but you always learn. And and I'm I'm not like 15 and green and you know what I mean. So I yes. you always make mistake at whatever age. And you just said it. We are all students and we learn from that. And the motion you did. Buddy Rich was doing that too, and even with mm-hmm. traditional, like like clack clack clack, like pull, yeah. like clack 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 pull, clack it. Yes, and it's it's worked out. Try at home; it's something to try, but it's, yeah. it's, it's very fun. I go to it first because it's it kind of sets the foundation for anything I'm going to do. You know, I, yeah. I get my looseness in there. I got my speed. It kind of centers me, uh-huh. and it's it works out as a good foundation. But I love what you said there. Natural. And the root word of natural is nature. So we want to, that's kind of the overlaying philosophy of everything. Eric is like work with nature 
uh -huh. not against, right? So for so anybody warming up, there's different things you could do. But if you feel any any tension, you know, tension is the the enemy of anything natural, tightness. Mm -hmm. So any kind of warm-up that taps you into being loose, aligning yourself with nature so you can be your best self on the drums, I think it's good. There's not one warm-up <laughs> for everybody. No, no, it's, it's always different. And mm -hmm. it's something I remember from you. You are, I don't know if you do that anymore, but you had an open setup. Like it was yeah. kind of a mirror effect yeah. for really. Do you do uh, that kind of setup still? You have already won. You are taking action to become your best self through drumming. We are all eternal students, and that's why you're here. When you're ready to go deeper, connect with me at chrislesso.net slash LTR chrislesso.net slash LTR. The difference between a dream and a vision is when you turn those dreams, those goals into a vision where you've got a step-by-step -step action plan. And that's what we do in the LTR drumming worldwide community. We are stronger when we drum together. So join me, chrislesso.net slash LTR. Let's do this together and enter the adventure. Do you do uh, that kind of setup still or? Yes, yeah, I started that uh, when I was about 24. Okay. And that was 18 years ago, so, so it was 2002. So yeah, 18 years ago. And I played 17 years before that cross. So- oh, And I you think, switch over complete. Yes, yeah, and not that, you know, this is art. The drum set is expressing your best self through the drums, right? So it's expressing yourself. You're telling a story. <clears throat> what's, what's wrong with playing cross? What's wrong with playing traditional? Nothing. <laughs> it's a silly kind of argument because it's your self-expression. But uh, I, I used to be nice about this, Eric, where you know I'm like, I if if you want to try open-handed, it's up to you. Now I'm like, you must make at least one percent of your plane open-handed okay yeah. why because it'll make you think of new ideas like i guarantee it if you sit at the set and you get your left hand on the hi-hat and your right hand on the snare and you're like whoa i'm, I'm thinking of new things so your creativity will Whether, uh, for sure yeah it'll go up right now the other thing is your weaker hand is getting some different you know jobs than uh -huh. <clears throat> you normally do in staying in your comfort zone. So you're pushing yourself to get outside of your comfort zone. So cool. Yeah. And even drummers like Steve Gadd, who plays cross, he plays, you know, 50, the famous 50 ways to leave your lover. He's playing open-handed. Um, the drummer from corn, I'm gapping on his name, right? Uh, there's, there's a lot. Uh, right, Ray yeah. Luzier. Ray Luzier. That's it. He yeah. plays, you know, a little, uh, maybe, 50-50 open-handed. So, and I know you do it. I've seen some great grooves you play in in what you're doing. So it just it just opens things up a little bit. It's true. Actually, what I was I I, I well I've learned that when when I was a kid, I've seen Dave Weckl in clinic. I don't remember Montreal, Quebec City. I don't remember. Like I was like 14, 13, 14 years old, and um, he was telling people when you start, put a bass drum, a snare, a hi hat. Start with the the basic. Yes. Start from there, and after that, try to see what you can create. And it's like, and if you want to challenge yourself, 
put it lefty if you're righty or righty if you're lefty. So I, I put my drum lefty and I had a roommate long time ago in college. He brought his drum in, in my city, but he, he couldn't put it in the, the, the college. So I told him, put in my, uh, put in my, uh, my basement, my studio. So perfect. So we, we set up his kit, but he was a lefty guy. So every time I was doing something right, I was, I was trying in the left side. Oh, man. I have samba left or jazz pattern with your left hand, like ding, 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 but ding, 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 ding. It sounds, uh, uh, well, yeah, exactly. you have to practice. I love that. Even just to practice it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mike Mangini, there's, there's a modern drummer drum festival. Maybe it's uh, 2006 or something like that. It's a DVD you can get. It's when Mike Mangini was on. Oh, I saw that one. I remember. What, yeah, go yeah. ahead. And he did just what you mentioned, just to make a point where he had a, he had, yeah, he saw it. So he had a, he had a right-handed traditional cross set and then right next to it, a left-handed you know, <laughs> cross set and kind of would play a little bit on one and then go a little bit to the other. Yeah. And he was just making the point that you just made. It's like, try it and see, you know, just, your brain to adapt to that and see so what true. it feels like. Yeah, and it opens it up. And on the gig you served me, I had a foot surgery uh, uh, when I was in Salt Lake, uh, Denver. And um, but I'm a tough guy, and you know we're a musician. So you know when you got sick at uh, at your work in general, they would say, oh, "I will get paid," you know. But myself, I could get paid, but I'm I don't have unions, so I'm I, well, I have theoretically one. But I said, "No, nah, I will do the show." So give me two days for rest, and, and I have days off. But when I set up, it was my right foot. I couldn't play. So I set up uh, my, my bass drum on my left foot with a double bass drum pedal. But I have two hi-hats, so I, I switch over. So I did the entire show in half lefty, half righty. Wow. And, and it's funny because when I did that for about two weeks, and it's funny because some song, I was, I was, I was grooving those songs in a better way than my normal way. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sloppy a bit, but we like it. It's like, yes. yeah, well, I'm sloppy. I'm trying to make it happen. hundred percent. I've heard, uh, maybe it was Kenny Aronoff say that. He's like, when I, just like what you said, it's almost like having Jekyll and Hyde. It's like having, <laughs> another, it's like having another, uh, it's like if you're an actor, you have another <clears throat> character you can pull out. So, so true. Yeah, so even if you never, that's an actually an advantage. If you 99% yeah. played cross and you got a nice silk, silky, perfect sound, and you're like, whoa, I never do this, and you go lefty on the hi-hat, you're gonna have like a gritty, dirty, maybe like you said, like like more kind of sloppy sound, which will get which may be the perfect thing you need. <laughs> yeah, song, right? And well, no theme which brings it back to what we were talking about at the beginning, opportunity in crisis. You broke your freaking foot and you're like, I'm going to yeah. use this to be better and yep. to grow and to get out of my comfort zone. So cool. Yeah. Uh, about that, you, you did a lot of drum clinic master class, like, uh, like motivation, like uh, speech and stuff like that. Um, what are your goals exactly when you do that? Yeah, because I, we talk about the musician. We always really start, but, for sure, when you arrive in the have there's an audience, and there's not necessarily just drummers. They have different people. So, are you trying to just pass a message like, okay, you need to do that, or when you you go into those events, what are your goals in mind uh, for starting those events? Amazing question. I when I started, do, I think the first one 
the first event I ever did, I had this piece of paper, Eric, and it was like, okay, I'm going to cover this, this, this. And I went out there and that's putting the focus on me. It's like, I'm going to cover the, and it's giving value. It's like, but I'm thinking of what I'm going to cover or what I'm going to go over. And what I quickly realized is like, it's, it's about them. And in LTR, Life Through Rhythm, we say like, it's your best self through drumming. It's your best self through drumming. So I kind of read the, and it's like what we're doing right now. We're having an improvised conversation uh-huh. and fun and we're getting yep. the best out of each other. And hopefully people are feeling <laughs> good vibe. We're having. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. That's just what I, having done so many of these, Eric, it's like, I take the focus off myself. I look at the room and I just try to serve and, <clears throat> and bring out that excitement that drumming, you know, you know, the look at the drum behind you. I'm excited looking at that drum. Yep. Like, I nerd out on it. Wow. Look at the finish. And that's, I'd love to hit it. And where did I want to get one? And I nerd out with that feeling. We all know it when we're in a music store, you talk, yep. oh, you looking around at the drums and I'm trying to tap, I'm constantly trying to tap into that. And the key to unlock that is different. I've done this at schools with kindergartens I've done this with, you know, at colleges with people that want to be professional. And I've done this in senior senior homes where they want to use drumming to just feel a part of a community and just yep. to move and get some energy going. So it's not about me. It's about finding the way to unlock that excitement and that childlike quality that, that music and drumming is. It's the essence of it. Oh, for sure. And following that question... Uh, you're teaching online, you're teaching in, in private, I mean, in person. Um, is, I, I, is it, do you need to be self-taught necessarily? And you say, I don't want to have drum lessons or you suggest at least to say, okay, even if you want self-taught, you don't want to do college, universities, like high school, whatever in drum, you have, you want to have your rock band, but do you suggest to at least see one or two times like a drummer for help your, help yourself to be better drummer, even if you're self-taught or how you see that in general? So the story of the lone wolf never ends well. Mm -hmm. The wolf that's away from the pack, it's going to get injured. It's going to, it's going to get sick. It's going to be weak and it's eventually just going to die. It's it never ends well. It's a sad story. So if you can tap into some kind of mastermind, Mm -hmm. some kind of mentors, something higher than yourself we're doing it right now uh-huh. we're, it, we we talked about it before we're students so that's what it's about it's it and whenever i've tried to be alone you know go at it the lone wolf like i can do this myself and i'm going to be self-taught there's periods where i think that's kind of cool like to go you know to be self-taught for a while <clears throat> but ultimately it's going to slow you down it's possible to right? so, so get some get some mentors get some inspiration and one of my biggest mentors is bruce lee man for sure. bruce lee is long gone but i've studied his stuff and we were talking before <laughs> about effortlessness and just how to how to express the, the true self of who you are bruce lee was all about this man and there's so many connections he's one of my favorite drummers i mean <laughs> never picked up right yeah, actually, you did something intense too. You studied tabla, and it's not a yeah. lot of people. And this is hard too. 
Yeah, my teacher, you know, the Indian system of teaching, Eric, is is kind of brutal and gruff. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it cuts you right there. Oh my God, yeah, it's not nice, and it's not going to hold your hand. And my teacher, you know, I did it the old school way. I actually went to India at at one point to to uh, to learn to get that thing for real. Exactly to to get it the the essence of it. And I remember my teacher is like, "You will suck for two years," <laughs> <laughs> but it's honest. It's like, okay, that's perfect. No, totally honest. And at least with a drum set, Eric, we can. It's gonna sound good, just like do ga do ga bzz, like day one. It'll sound kind of cool. Table, like, forget about it, man. It's kind of like a violin. You're gonna suck for like a I year. Hard. I played violin for like four years, and uh, and my first year, I think I was bleeding for my eyes and everything it was so hard. Yeah. Even, <laughs> but you know what I mean. But after you start to be better, and it's okay. But but yeah, it's a uh, it's question. But this is a good question too of focus. We, we talked. We were talking about that at the beginning. But tabla need a lot of focus. Oh my God, it's all about that. And they actually discourage writing down, you know, the way that we traditionally, you know, we open up a book and we learn to read. There's so much emphasis on, you know, I started doing piano lessons and it's like, you know, counting and reading. And the Indian tradition is oral, strictly oral. It's true. Tabadi, tabadi. You have to learn those yeah. words. Yeah, da, takadimi, da. It's all, you have to speak at first. So, oh my gosh, is it ever focused? They almost think you're, uh, like something's wrong with you if you got to write it down. You know, it's like, <laughs> what's, aren't you concentrating? Like, listen, think, and try to execute. <clears throat> and if your mind starts to wander, you you need to bring it back. It's like being in a in cold water. It's like, you yeah. can't think of anything except the the intensity of the cold you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's really good for that we have around two minutes because i i, I try to have around 30 per person and uh because it time fly fast uh, i want you to tell everybody where they can reach you what you offer like as a, as a teacher and and because we have time in the house so where the people can reach you and um right now yeah so the the home base eric is chrislessel.com And there's, I'm putting out weekly free content. So just put out a lesson a couple of days ago. I've, I've guessed we're tapping into the larger mastermind, you know, which is global. So I have, and I also have guests that are uh, former Navy SEALs, you know, health experts, just anything that improves our drumming in terms of focus, health, and <clears throat> artistic expression. So it's all chrislessel.com's LTR podcast. Uh, during this crisis, I have something I'm putting out for at no cost to everybody called the LTR Livecast. Okay. And you're actually going to be a guest coming up the LTR Livecast. So Eric, you know, we'll have you on. We got yep. like Andy Cook, Rich Redman, uh, Dom Famulero, all these guests. It's free. It's all at my website. And uh, let's connect and just be better and use this crisis as an opportunity. So we look back on it and we say, wow, I actually became better during that time. <clears throat> yeah being defeated we don't seen, want that it's true because i've seen a lot of drummers challenging themselves saying like okay i will do let's say whatever like i will practice my my my, my single stroke and i will try to speed up every day just a little bit uh, a few beats per day and but be tight yeah. to be to be clean you know or like okay i'm gonna try to learn that style or i always a lot of students ask me because i did a lot of kiss casino and hotel shows when you do those shows you need to learn like 500 songs and a lot of people i'm, I'm always asking me like 
what I should do for start those gigs? Well, learn 500 songs. Like, I will never do that. Like, well, you will never add those gigs. So you have to learn those yeah. vocabularies. And this is a really good moment. Even you don't like the song, you put the top 40 song right now, just play on it and just have fun to feel it. And this would be this is the best time because when those uh, events will restart in 2021 or the end of 2020, it will be right there because you will have learned already two, three, four, five hundred songs. So it, it's, it's something people have, they should take that moment. Well, Chris, thank you so much. You're a good friend. We met like, like, like a long time ago, around 10 years, 12 years ago. So it was fun to have you here. I, I hope that people will go see your video on YouTube. You have great video, by the way, from your drum clinics and master class. I suggest the people to go check it out if they don't know Chris Lesso. And uh, we will talk soon, uh, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for everything you're doing for the drum community. You too. Your artistry and your passion for it. And we'll talk real soon. Take care, buddy. Awesome. Thanks, Eric. See you, man. Bye. Well, cool. That was my friend, Chris Lesso. Ooh.